Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barlay, and today, how things date themselves. I'm uh, approaching a birthday. It's not a major birthday. It's nearly a major birthday, but it's not quite there. Somewhat humorous story. I was able to guess the gift that my wife is giving me, so she's now we're now working on finding some other gift. Funnily enough, it was a bow and arrow. And folks who listen to Short Funk will know, yeah, maybe not this birthday. When I look back on aspects of my life, it amazes me holding various artefacts in my hand. I have very few artefacts when I came to this country. I've been able to reconstruct artefacts by making mental notes, finding things on eBay, slowly but surely reconstructing certain aspects of my earlier life with artefacts. Mainly because most of my artefacts were destroyed or lost or I gave them away or, you know, at the time they just didn't seem that important. But two things in particular that struck me associated with how quickly things date. I'm a huge fan of The Sopranos. The Sopranos, for me, are fixed in a period of time, roughly season two or season three, when I did quite a bit of travelling, and I used to, you know, come home to, or come to various hotel rooms, having, you know, eaten strange food and met with a bunch of strange people, and The Sopranos were just a constant for me for that period of time. It was probably in the order of, I don't know, kind of three months sprinkled here three months sprinkled there. But when I was in a stable environment and I could actually get HBO, I can't recall, actually, I think The Sopranos had probably finished. Yeah, The Sopranos had probably finished by the time I was in that environment. In any case, I like The Sopranos. And now, thanks to our HBO subscription here in this house, I can go back and watch The Sopranos periodically. But when I watch them, they look dated. They've got these old flip phones and things. The things... Subtle visual elements. I mean, the fact that Gandolfini's dead doesn't really help as well. But it just feels dated. And that's something relatively, you know, relatively close by, temporarily. I have a Face magazine, which was a dance music magazine from the 90s. And I have one, in fact, I have two. I have the same issue twice. And it was the issue that I took to Elance. I don't have the actual issue that I took to Elance. It was long ago lost or destroyed. But I went back through eBay and I purchased two different... One's the original issue, or the issue that I had when I was in Edelands. And I looked at it a couple of nights ago, and I thought to myself, this thing... I mean, it was, stra- it was strange even at the time. 1993 was a very strange year in terms of music, in terms of fashion. Everything kind of went slightly, like, you know, grunge was over, and now it was time for, like, urban grunge. People wore, like, heavy clothes. The whole thing was just really very... Curious. The music was transitional. There were various bands that kind of straddled, but most of them were either had lost their audience or were starting a new audience. And as a magazine, it strikes me as very strange looking back. It had cigarette ads in it for a start. Cigarette ads. I guess some magazines have cigarette ads, but like large cigarette ads. And it just seemed very, very dated. Very old. And I think I wonder if, you know, people will come back and listen to these things. I mean, I go back occasionally, very rarely, and listen to Bio to Lives, which are podcasts that I recorded now six, seven years ago. I mean, I've been doing this thing for nearly a decade. And it's interesting because you hear yourself and you forget yourself as well. You forget what had happened around that time. But then you have a few, like, index things. Bio to Live, the first 10, 15 minutes is like a news and notes section where I just give updates on various things associated with artificial life and talk about people's simulations and stuff like that before we get into the main topics. And that period and the stuff that was going on framed a series of times and a series of 
events for me. I didn't do any travelling over that period. I didn't really go out and meet any artificial life folk. In fact, I only did that at the artificial life... I must have been 12? I don't know. A-life 12, maybe A-life 13. Anyway, that was the only time I actually went out in the community and met people. So it was very remote for me, but there were a bunch of people doing a bunch of travelling. I mean, Gerald Jung, Bruce Damer, and they'd go and meet people and they'd give accounts and these kind of things. And I guess I had a, a central functioning part in that. Now it just seems very, very dated. Stone Ape goes back five years. Model Rail Radio goes back six years. So even within these formats, I mean, the audio quality, a bunch of stuff has changed. It's a strange thing, the procession of time. Strange thing looking back and thinking at one time this was it. You know, this was the latest stuff. This was the latest download or the latest release. And then you go back way further. I mean, I've got a bunch of books from, you know, I've got a few books from the 19th century at least, and a bunch of books from early last century. And I love reading them. I mean, you know, you get them down, you have a look through, you tread through them very carefully, and you just see the words that people have written many years ago. Everything dates. Nothing seems to be timeless, except, strangely enough, went out for lunch with my wife a few days ago, and they were playing the Beach Boys. And that seemed remarkably modern. Like, it had obviously been remastered because I had the original record, and it was in mono, and this clearly wasn't in mono. But yes, the Beach Boys, I guess, can be remastered and seem modern once again. Tom Bubbly in San Jose, signing out.